and thank you for joining us. The things you may hear tonight might cause you intense paranoia and frights as we journey down this dark rabbit hole together. So turn down your lights and turn up your radio and enjoy. It's not normal, it's paranormal. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode five of That's Not Normal, Paranormal. Like usual, it's Big T and Dante here. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. First thing first, the things sound a little bit funky. We had some technical difficulties, which is why we're a little bit late here. Some scheduling conflict. Uh, but we're glad to be back here for another week and some fun stories. Yeah, I had people throwing vegetables at me while I was driving to work today because they're like, what the fuck? The episode's not out on time. And it made me sad. I did get a couple complaints, too. They're like, hey, waiting for the episode to pop up, and I haven't got the episode yet. (laughs) We got such a ravaged fan base. (laughs) Like normal, uh, I want to thank everybody for all their support. Uh, We're glad to hear it. Glad to hear it for sure. And actually, thanks to you guys, I want you guys to fucking download the shit out of this episode because we are nearing 100 downloads on Podbean. That is awesome. Uh, We appreciate every single person that listens, downloads, likes, subscribes. Uh, Definitely helps us keep going, gives us more motivation to look up topics and have fun and bring you all along with the journey. And surprisingly, I mean, we have four episodes out and almost 100 downloads. We are at 90. So I'm pretty excited about it. Um, It makes you feel good knowing that people are listening to your shit. Uh, I do have a shout out. Uh, This is a support from day one. And I want to give her a shout out is my wife, Sarah. She's a she usually listens to the episodes first. And she's been my well, one of our number one supporters too. So I want to give a shout out to her. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely love the support. Uh, glad she's enjoying it too. Like you said, if she wasn't enjoying it, we probably didn't have any hopes. Oh, she, <laughs> it she would have been real bad if she didn't like it. Oh, she probably she'd be like crash the computer and be like, "Listen, your podcast is shit." No, no, she'd never say that. <laughs> but she would be honest. She, man, she might. <laughs> <laughs> she she'd be pretty honest she'd uh she'd tell us how like if we weren't doing something good or whatever she'd tell us but she's been a big support and uh honestly i probably i wouldn't have been able to do this without her and uh i just want to give a shout out to her because she'll be listening to this on her way to work if i get it done in time yeah man sarah way to go yeah i heart you heart <laughs> you but Dante, I'm, we're uh, doing one of your favorite topics i remember us having many discussions about this topic in the past and when you first were reading about it it kind of freaked you out yeah i uh this is easily probably one of my favorite topics um it's it's it, it became its own folklore too is it the whole origin of the story is just creepy and it i love it i love it i love this topic uh and this topic is black-eyed kids 
B-E-K. Yeah, <laughs> One thing, uh, upon doing some research, I mean, I knew the basis and stuff of it and some of the basic stories because we've had discussions about it in the past. Uh, you know, there's actually a side note where some people think black-eyed children's actually might be extraterrestrial. Yes, and this is a hot take, very hot take, and I'll explain it later as we go into the stories. Very few people think they're angels. I know, wild, wild thing, because most people either think they're demonic or aliens or just fucking hooligans running around at night going to the hot topic. Yeah, and for... Uh... People who don't know what black-eyed children are, uh, just to give a little wrap-up, uh, the paranormal entity, uh, legend, folklore, whatever you want to call it, uh, normally children seem between the ages of like 6 to 16 years old, uh, young kids to teenage age, uh, normally noted for most of the sightings and reports of having pale skin, sometimes wearing older clothing, not all the time, though. Uh, but the biggest thing that sticks out to people is just the dark black eyes no color uh, no white and uh an instant feeling of fear when they're upon seeing them and this is another thing is some people believe they can be vampires because okay just imagine this close your eyes troy i want you to envision this you're driving through late night morgantown hopefully not with your eyes closed and uh, you're waiting at a signal or a gas station. And all of a sudden, two little kids run up to your door. And they're like, they don't look threatening because they're two little kids. But you're like, why the, why the fuck are you out at 1 a.m.? Like, where's your parents? And they want to get in your car. And they want you to take them home. Not take them home. Well, I don't know. I guess maybe take them home. It depends. Maybe they just want to ride to a gas station or something. And you're like, nah, I don't want, I don't want little two little kids in my car. And they keep knocking and they keep asking. And you look at them, it's just pure black eyes staring back at you. And you just, like you said, you just feel a sense of dread. That is terrifying. <laughs> it really is. Uh, reports of them even like knocking on people's doors and windows to their house, trying to uh, get them to let them in or asking for help or anything like that. And it's funny that you uh, told that little story of, like, what I would feel, which would be terrifying. Because kids can be freaky, man. Especially, uh, especially ones with straight black eyes and, like, the old outfits. Because a lot of them supposedly has older outfits or black hoods. Yeah. I actually read a story of a guy that was uh, leaving a mall in the uh, Texas area. And... Uh, had some kids came knocking on his car window and were telling him that they had left their money at home and needed a ride to go home. And the guy instantly felt fear, which he didn't understand. And the more he denied them, the more agitated it seemed like they got. Actually, I like that you brought that up because that is the origin story. Um, so the very first, the very first ever black eyed kid story, like there was rumors that people see people with black eyes and stuff, but the first actual account was at that Texas small, well, theater, and they were trying to get money 
I think it was in 94, 96. I can't remember exact year, but they were trying to go see, fun fact, in case you ever need this in life, which you probably don't, Mortal Kombat. So these black-eyed kids are just trying to watch Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and they, like you said, they got aggressive and beaten on the window and wanting him to take them. Well, the movie was actually almost over. So he was yeah. like, no, no, I ain't, I ain't taking you. Yeah, it's one of the first stories noted, but I do see where some people claim that there's been uh, – Sightings and encounters even dating back to the 70s and even back to the 50s and in uh, multiple countries as well. Yeah, that see, um, and there's actually supposed stories in like the 1800s, too, of these black eyed kids. But they that's the thing that I found out frustrating, found a little frustrating. You might have, too is when you're looking for stories for the black eyed kids, it was hard to find ones that were actually like seemed true because it's became a creepy pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of things where it just shows as like purely web-based stories just for scares and spooks and uh, stuff like that. Something that's actually funny when I was doing research, believe it or not, there was actually a, uh, <clears throat> British tabloid ran three front page stories uh, about black eyed children. Uh, and a lot of them were connected to a supposed haunted pub that was in Staffordshire, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting that it would actually be in a tabloid. You know, and that well, was in 2014. I, uh, I did not read that one, um, but I did see where black-eyed kids were like running rampant in the uk like there's all kinds of people uh had reports of black-eyed kids in uh the uk yeah yeah definitely uh seeing some of that information as well uh Also, one big thing that I've noticed that I thought was really interesting when we talked about people thinking they might be extraterrestrial versus just being spirits or demonic entities or vampires. Uh, some people, there was a report, whether true or not, that they had seen black-eyed children, but they had talons for feet instead of just regular kids' feet. And I that actually surprised me because, as you know, I've done a lot of random research on black eyed kids before this. And I've never heard of that. I've never heard of them having talons in their feet, but I never really heard anyone like looking at their feet either. Cause usually as soon as they, they're usually knocking on your door or knocking on their, your window or whatever. And you know, you're looking at their eyes. You don't yeah, actually. Eye eye. Yeah. So I never heard the talent thing before, but I did see um, doing research. Actually, it kind of infuriated me because it was a newspaper article. Now, listen, I know we're not like the most like detailed like storytellers. Like, I mean, we're getting pretty good at it, but, you know, a newspaper should do their fucking research. And this person 
for whatever newspaper it was, I think it was in like, I don't know. I won't give New Hampshire any shit. I love you, New Hampshire. But uh, I forget where it was. Like, say, just say, we'll just say Montana because I, I don't know anything about Montana. But <laughs> uh, they did a report on Black Eyed Kids. And like you said, it was just kind of like a Halloween story where they were talking about the folklore of the Black Eyed Kids. And they were like, one of the big things is a lot of people doesn't allow the black eyed kids in because once you see them and feel the sense of dread, you don't let them in. Well, this newspaper article was like, and no one's ever let the black eyed kids in their house. Well, that is complete utter bullshit. I don't know how many stories I've heard where people have let black eyed kids in. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a minority. It's not very often that they've let them in. But there is counts where people let the black-eyed kids in, and it's always bad shit. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, no matter what is possible that they could be, if you look at most of a lot of uh, paranormal research, investigators and stuff like that, when we've talked about it many times before, uh, many things compose as children, you know what I mean? Because you get a false sense of security. Because uh, as a kid, you know, you like you see a ghost, you think, oh, it's a kid, it could be harmless or whatnot. But they could easily let it, something come into your house and take advantage of you, feed off your emotions, you know. Uh, something demonic could possibly, if you're somebody that believes in possession, uh, you know, could sign you right up for it, letting a black eyed kid in your house. And so I don't remember all the details of this story, but it's a very interesting one. Um, so there's this, uh, I'll give the, the sources coast to coast, actually. Um, so this woman, this is an account of what happens when they let a black eyed kid in. And it's usually pretty like illness, bad luck, death, etc. like horrible shit. So this woman, it was like in Louisiana. It was in New Orleans, actually. So she's there and she lived kind of in like a slum section, but she fed all the kids. Like she would feed kids that just randomly came around. So her front door was always open. So what she would do is, you know, she'd be fixing gumbo or, you know, uh, whatever else in new Orleans they eat. And, uh, these kids would just come in and she'd feed them and they'd run off. Well, two kids came to the door one day and I think if I remember right, it was like during the day and her door's just open and the kids come to the door, knock on the door and, you know, can we come in? Well, she's in, uh, I think she was in a rocking chair, like just relaxing. I think she just finished cooking or something. So she's relaxing. And she's like, go ahead. She didn't see who, what the kids are. She was in the other room, but she's just so used to kids running. She lets them in. And then like, she just got like a full sense of dread and stuff. And they actually, one of them walked up to her. And I can't remember exact details. I tried to find the story, but I couldn't find it. And like touches her foot. And she, the kid said something to her. And then they just leave. Well, come to find out she had some kind of disease in her foot and her foot started to turn black. 
Now, a lot of people thought that was because the black eyed kids touched her foot. But being the positive woman that she is, she thought it was they were angels and telling her that like helping her find her illness quicker than if it would have just happened. Uh, like a harbinger, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, it, it, you know, it's possible. There's not a lot known. Uh, you wouldn't think you'd get a sense of dread if it was something that was angelic or something like that, but I guess you never know. It'd just be the fact that it's something out of the ordinary. And I'll tell you now, I've seen uh, – <laughs> have you ever seen, like, the photos of what angels are actually supposed to look like? That would get – I mean – <laughs> they're slightly terrifying <laughs> if you have not looked up an actual photo of what an angel supposedly looks like do it it'll haunt your dreams like no i mean no offense i know angels are good and this and that but that what a photo the photo of what an angel looks like is slight i mean i it's slightly terrifying it's not like a blonde-haired guy with wings, like you think. It looks like something off the Diablo. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't know about you, but those like old-style, like Renaissance angels, like the little, like little kid angels, those used to freak me out when I was a kid. Oh yeah, All chubby cheeks and everything. Honestly, <laughs> most things ceramic that like look little, like little people Debbie with wings. Yeah. <laughs> most, <laughs> most most ceramic looking angels or people are kind of terrifying because you walk into your room at night and there's just all these ceramic eyeballs staring at you. And I mean, it's Dude, my uh, wife's uh, grandmother has collected a bunch and she keeps telling my wife that uh, they're going to be hers. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> end up in a trash cam somewhere or giving away to somebody else. They'll never touch never touched the floor, never touched any space in my home. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I hate the porcelain face dolls. Like, to me, those things are beyond, like, creepy. Oh, they really are. You <laughs> see a lot of tales about them being haunted and stuff, too, which makes it even more freakier. yeah. Uh, so while we're on this amazing topic, I want to start a conspiracy theory here. Uh, <laughs> there's a story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Let me see if I can, uh, make sure I find all the details for you fine folks. Uh, so this story actually takes place in Vermont. Okay. And <laughs> is it Vermont? Yeah, it's Vermont. So they, uh, these kids come and they try to, uh, this is like an extreme case. Okay. So this woman was sleeping when, a, when she heard knocking. Okay. And she looks out the window and she can see people standing at the door. So she woke up her husband and her husband opens the door and there's two children on the door at the other side of the door, a boy and a girl. Okay. And it was snow and it's pouring down the snow. Vermont's always snow. I don't know that for a fact, but let's just say Vermont's full of snow. 
<laughs> and uh, but for these kids, they weren't wearing any coats, and they just had clothes that looked like you know looked like the was it like the nineteen twenties look, thirties look. Yeah, and uh, she she was she said normally she wouldn't hesitate to let kids in. Well, she was like, you know, I'm a little uneasy about these kids knocking on my door at 2 a.m. And she asked where their parents were, and they'll be like, they was like, they'll be here soon. Wait, let me say it like creepy kid. They'll be here soon. Uh, <laughs> so eventually, eventually, like you know, they they decide to let them in because they're kids, and. Uh, Huh? They got him. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. They tricked them big time. And this is an extreme story, but this also starts my conspiracy theory. So, uh, the they had a cat, okay, and the cat was like, "Nah, I don't want no part of this." So, um, the cat ends up like hissing at them and this and that. So the woman goes into the kitchen, and I think she makes them like hot chocolate or something. And uh, the husband starts to feel dizzy. And at this point, she's like, oh, shit. Their eyes are black as coal. And the children, they didn't even, like, react to her. They just asked to use the bathroom and walked off. Well, when they left the room, the husband nose starts to bleed. So she gets some tissues and... um, um, I guess the ho- I guess the house lost power because of snow. I didn't really understand that part of the story. I was kind of confused because I was like, well, it said nothing about power being out. And then also the power was out. So I don't know if supposedly this, it was a storm, you know, like a winter storm knocked the power out. But I guess she could still like see the two children. And all of a sudden, they're like, our parents. Okay, wait, hold on. Our parents are here. And uh, so the children just walk past them and walk to the end of the driveway. Now, here's where my conspiracy theory begins. Okay. Two men in suits and a black car. What is, what they, they're standing beside this black car, these two men in suits, and the kids just get in and they drive off and they don't react to the couple. They don't do nothing. This is the man in black. Men in black. It's the men in black. I mean, we're probably going to die now because men in black know we're on to them, but. Mass cover up. And actually, sadly, sadly, this, uh, I'll end the story and then we can talk about it real quick. But sadly, the story has like a sad ending. Um, all the house cats, this, this, this is might what happen if you could let the black eyed kids in. The house cats disappear. Um, her husband developed skin cancer and uh, the woman herself kept getting nosebleeds and dizzy spells for the rest of her life, all because of letting two kids in. Why you don't let them in, man? I know. That's what. By the way, to back up your story here. Okay. Vermont re- receives more snow per year than any other state. <laughs> See? <laughs> them, them snowy bastards. They get I, uh, 54 days of snow per year. Well, 
I have no intentions of going to uh, Vermont if that's where a bunch of uh, men in black with black-eyed kids are. Yeah, man, you hear about the men in black a lot, especially like here locally when you had all the uh, Mothman and stuff going on, which we'll discuss a later date. We'll have a special episode for yeah. that. Yeah, Point Pleasant and Flatwoods, there was supposedly men in black. Yeah. But I think that's interesting. Like you combine two urban legends together like that. Yeah, I mean, weird stuff happens and there's certain ties to the same thing. And you got people, men in black coming around telling people they need to be quiet and not say what's going on and et cetera. Leads us to suspicious. Uh, I, uh, I saw, I heard one time, I can't recite the source because I don't know for sure where exactly I heard it from, but I heard one time that people thought black eyed kids was, could also be a government made project. Like you know, they do a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Anything's possible. Because I remember hearing one time because of where they, I think it involved the Men in Black story where I think there was another story that people in suits came and picked up the kids and they were talking about how they thought that maybe Black Eyed Kids were a government conspiracy. Possible. It could be something like human mutation, aliens. Damn, Charles Xavier and his evil X-Men. <laughs> so before we come back here to the story and stuff uh i just wanted to go ahead and throw out some of our information here so you'd ever let uh black-eyed children in your house or have any stories of black-eyed children or anything else <laughs> <laughs> always feel free to email us at nnpnpodcast at gmail.com again that's nnpnpodcast at gmail.com also, you can follow our podcast on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, have you had any luck on iHeartRadio yet? We talked about this a little bit last week. I, I honestly think I went there and there was uh, – their interface is actually really hard to, like, figure out how many people listen to it on there. So – I'm 100% sure probably nobody's listened to it on iHeartRadio. But if you have, reach out to us because I want to know. Uh, it's actually the easiest to upload, so I don't mind uploading it on iHeartRadio. But uh, it's, just, it's just funny to me that, like, we're – iHeartRadio I used to use back in the day for, like, a certain radio station. And then once it, once it like, went off that station, then I – I've never used it and it just, it, it, it really is the easiest one. I mean, pod beans, shout out to pod bean, give us a sponsor one day. Uh, <laughs> but iHeartRadio actually is super easy to upload. Like I was actually surprised cause I figured with it being, they own radio stations or are affiliated with a lot of radio stations. So I figured it'd be the hardest to get us on there, but it's the easiest. And then one day we'll be on Google play maybe. Or Apple Music. Is Apple Music? Yeah, Apple Music. We'll be on that one day once we can get a better cover and they accept us. Yeah, we're uh, working on new logos and stuff as well for uh, just for that reason and just to 
you know, make it look a little bit better, uh, get more logos out so we can add them in the t-shirts, which we're working on as well. Uh, also, man, check us out on Facebook. We are on Facebook now. Uh, underneath the title of the show, you know, that's not normal. It's paranormal. Uh, going pretty well there. We're getting a lot more uh, views on on our Facebook, and uh, we appreciate all that for sure. Yeah, and I mean – Thank you for, like I said, like we were saying earlier, thanks for all the support. You guys have been overwhelmingly positive. Um, we're still open for suggestions on what we could do better. Or if you have a topic you want to hear, you know, just let us know. And uh, But so far, I mean, we appreciate all you guys. <laughs> we did have one suggestion, uh, which is funny, which uh, comes from a close friend of ours. Uh, shout out to Rolo. Yeah, it sounds like he's almost waiting for like a celebrity death match cryptid version. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, we got we got a lot of love on that cryptid episode, actually. Yeah, we did. We did for uh it's crazy because I think that might have been our uh biggest post on Facebook too. It just like blew up, which again was amazing to see. Uh we also want to do a shout out to the music for the beginning of the episode. I'll let you take that away. Yeah. Anytime that you uh, knock on the door or you hear someone knock on the door and you open it up and it's just a bunch of random black eyed kids, make sure you play some Captain Catfish while they stare at you beyond the door with their black eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Huge shout out for Captain Catfish for the awesome intro. You can go to their website, captaincatfish.bigcartel.com, and buy some uh, T-shirts and CDs and give them some support. They work hard for their music, and they, you know, we appreciate them letting us use it for an intro. Yeah, big thank you, uh, Captain Catfish. We definitely appreciate it. So, uh, Dante, I have a question for you. All right. So what are you going to do tonight when you're sitting there all alone and your wife's at work and about 3 a.m.? you hear a couple of knocks at your door. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to do. <laughs> I, uh, what's funny is uh, when I was doing research, uh, one of the things they said is the people that already know about them are more likely to get approached by them. And that terrifies me. <laughs> hey, man, it might just be like Beetlejuice. You might have said their name so many times they might come knocking. I'll tell you now, I uh at this point, my dogs bark at so much during the night when if everyone's home, they don't bark as much because they're not on guard. But when only one person's home, they bark a lot and they're on guard. So at this point, when they bark at stuff, I don't even get up. I'm like, eh, it'll be okay. <laughs> Oh, it's gonna freak you out tonight. <laughs> I'm a. I tell you now, I just won't go to. I'm just not going to the door and hope it goes away. And uh, actually, that leads me to um, a short, creepy story from uh, about black eyed kids. Is uh, this was on Darkness Radio, I believe, and uh, it was a guy that was in Alaska. He worked for the military, and he was on a base by himself, like. I think it was like Christmas or something. It was like, it was some kind of holiday. He was by himself. And 
there's like nothing in miles because they sent a lot of people home for, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to remember this from head cause I couldn't find nothing on the story, but he was there on the base and just out of nowhere, there's like nothing going on and just, just knocks on the door. And when he looked at the security cameras, there's two kids knocking on his door. But when they looked at the camera, it was like, you could see like the black eyes and he's like, yeah, I didn't go to the door. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm in the middle of nowhere and there's two kids knocking and i guess he was looking when he was looking at the camera he was getting ready to go but then when he saw the black eyes he's like nope not today satan not today satan which i don't blame him there's i hear there's, dogs see? Uh, yeah the dogs are barking at the black-eyed kids already <laughs> well sarah's still home right now so we, at least like we can She'll take care of them. She'll just hear say you got company, and you'll go upstairs. There'll be kids inside, and I know she won't let them in. <laughs> we've had we've had people knock on the door before, and she's just like, I don't know if she don't know them, she ain't let them in. <laughs> I got a broom down here, so I can shoo them away. She just drive up thirty minutes up to your place at like three o'clock in the morning and start pounding on your doors. <laughs> I'll be as I'd be asleep. I, I don't know. I'm a I'm a heavy sleeper. I uh. Sarah thought I was dead the other day. She uh, was trying to wake me up and I was sleeping on the couch and she's like, Donnie, Donnie. And I was like, what? And she's like, you, I, I've been trying to wake you up for like 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, what's you? Like, I'm, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. Yeah, my wife uh, does that to me too. She's just like, I thought you quit breathing. <laughs> she's just like, probably just because I'm fat, but you know, is what it is. Uh, now I do want to uh, talk about I did have notes about what you mentioned earlier um, about the alien thing. And uh, there is a lot of theorists out there that think black eyed children are aliens trying to reach out to their own earth. Now, I don't know what that consists of because I don't know why it'd be like, Hey, let me in your house and then let me give you cancer or point out that your nose is going to bleed. But there's people that believe that. Yeah, it's funny because such a wide spectrum of what people believe and could be extraterrestrial. Uh, what makes it even more possible of being something possibly extraterrestrial is the whole uh, men in black thing. Yeah. Uh, the vampire thing's a fun take too because, you know, uh, lore and vampires, they have to be invited in, you know, stuff like that. So I could kind of see that part. Uh, and then see the part of this possibly like some kind of uh, demonic entities as well just like I said just try to grab one to you and the and, way to do that you know people have weakness to try to help children and uh, I seen where some demonologists thought that the children was like the devil himself and if you let them in you are allowing the devil to enter your life. Which I find interesting and creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very creepy. It reminds you of uh, some of the stories, uh, which is intriguing to me. This is a little side note, went off a different path a little bit, but I remember reading some stories and seeing some stuff on TV shows and stuff like that being... uh, Celtic descent, my family, uh, about stories where people believe that like Satan themselves, like 
came to a pub and like ended up like playing cards with people and stuff like that. And then like a guy dropped the card and looked underneath the table and he had like feet like a like a goat. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that story before. Uh it's actually an interesting story. Like, cause I mean, if I look down and see goat, I'm just like, it's sheep squatch. <laughs> There's one place that was either in somewhere in Ireland and somewhere in Scotland, a similar story. I'm pretty sure it was a pub or might not even have been a pub. It might have been like somebody coming like in the middle of the night and it was like in the middle of a storm or something like that. And uh, they opened the door and let the gentleman in and then happened to notice kind of the same thing, like the suspicious like body features. Uh, and then after he left, it was like any kind of building or anything that they put on that property, like mysteriously catches on fire burns down huh so it's like considered like like painted land basically yeah yeah i never heard that one before but i uh i tell you what troy i think it's time for our day of the month wait oh uh, wait what do we call this segment day of the month i know that's not it but paranormal of the day i don't know something like that yeah hey if you got a name for this segment hit us up because clearly we don't know uh paranormal <laughs> event in history yeah in history. yeah that's what i was thinking too paranormal event on history <laughs> uh this one took place in 3-1-2000 so this makes me feel old as fuck because it's 22 years ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a wild I was a wild stallion in 2000. I was there playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards and uh probably playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Might have been playing GTA uh Vice City. I think that came out around there maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Is that still PlayStation 1 days? Probably well, still see, PlayStation. 2000 uh I would have been in 4th grade, which means you would have been in 5th grade. Oh yeah, it was before PlayStation 2 days. I would have been probably Super Nintendo days still because I didn't get a PS1 till later. I was probably playing, I was I was probably playing Zombies Ate My Neighbor and Donkey Kong. Good old Donkey Kong. I know what I was playing. Um back in those days, me and my cousin Rolo, old solo Rolo, we played a crap ton of Monster Rancher. <laughs> that was something I never really got into. I uh, I kind of skipped that. I mean, I remember watching the show on TV, but that's about it. Yeah. We played so much of that, man. But what happened today in 2000? All right. The location, Pineville Pinnacle Strip Mine, West Virginia. Never been to Pineville, but I'm willing to go. Uh, the shape of it is a triangle. And the characteristic were there were lights on the object and the object made a sound. So here's the report. And like I said, I'm not, I didn't write any of this. I didn't change anything. This is exactly what it says. Saw a triangle shaped craft, very large, made very little noise, low altitude. We were riding on an old reclaimed strip mine. He had stopped to rest and take a little break and enjoyed a view from the top of the largest grassy hill on the strip. 
When we noticed a triangle-shaped craft moving south to north across the sky, the craft was very low altitude and well below 10,000 feet, very large, moved fairly slowly, fairly slowly, what the fuck, moved fairly slowly, took about five minutes for it to go completely out of sight. The, man, whoever did this report don't know grammar. The were <laughs> four lights, there was four lights on the object, all white, three small white ones on the points of the triangle, and a large U-shaped light in the middle of the craft. The area that this object was seen in is a very royal area with no major airport near or nor any military bases, only mountains and small towns, a lot of mining activity, though. Pretty interesting. I wish it would have had better grammar. I should have read. I read through the first part and then I was like, well, I like to learn about it the same as you guys learn about it, you know? So, but I should have looked at the grammar because it's pretty, it's like, <laughs> it's like trying to read a Facebook post. Like it's pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe sometimes you'll just have to read it, you know, fairly slowly. <laughs> next time. Fairly slowly. I like that. I'm going to start putting those and everything fair. Guys, we're working on this podcast fairly slowly. <laughs> you know what? We're doing pretty good, though. We're knocking these out every week. Uh, we're a little late this time, but we were, you know, early last week, so it kind of works its way out. <laughs> yeah, we averaged out. I am going to be getting some uh, new equipment. So, like I said at the beginning of the episode, if the recording sounds a little funny, it's just some technical issues, uh, which will be resolved uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, and that's like, I want to get a new microphone eventually, because I feel like mine has a little echo. But as of right now, we're poor, and this is a do-it-yourself podcast, so we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> we are working on it, that's 100% sure. But... I know you usually get the honor, but I want to set the mood tonight for everybody. So if you allow me to, Troy. You do you, boo. Let me get real close to this mic. Let me get sensual. So tonight, when the night falls and the last slivers of sunlight dip under the horizon, stay indoors. Pull your blanket a little tighter, turn your TV up just a wee little bit louder, and pretend you don't hear that. And remember, that's not normal. It's paranormal.